All right, everybody, we're back again. The Drive, 93.7 The Ticket. Nick, you got a text, What's and up? then after you answer this baseball question, then I have a question to propose to the audience. So the question I got from Scooter and Roca. Nick, can you explain the difference between a slider and a back foot slider? Okay, yeah, absolutely. So a slider, so just normally a, a, when I say back foot slider... I forget. I appreciate you. By the way, I'll People say this. People must be listening to you. The, no, I appreciate that greatly. Um, really do. Because I understand baseball can somewhat sometimes be difficult. So um, when I say back foot slider, I'm talking about location. And so basically, it's normal. I mean, slider is just going to, you're going to have, uh, think of when I say, you know, obviously a slider, it's going to slide from whichever side the pitcher's throwing up to the opposite side of the plate. Um, so it might, you know, if if you're facing a lefty pitcher and you're a lefty hitter, it's going to go, you know, from your vantage point, the hitter, right to left or left to right. Um, when I say back foot slider, I'm giving just kind of a location. So basically, let's say there's a left-handed pitcher and a right-handed batter, okay? Um, or you can even flip it and say right-handed pitcher and a left-handed batter. Basically, it's when you're going to start with a back foot slider, you're going to start the pitch over the heart of the plate, so that the hitter thinks that it's going to be a strike. And then in the last few moments, it's going to dip down and the catcher will have to catch it or block it for that matter because a lot of times they go in the dirt. They'll have to catch it or block it right by the hitter's back foot. So it's just basically from from a vantage point of the hitter, you're going to think that it's coming across the plate as a strike, but instead of it staying on that plane to where it's going to be a strike – it dips out of the zone and comes low and inside, and it kind of basically ends up at your back foot, if that makes sense. So um, I hope that was explained well enough. Boom. So uh, I got to point this out, and I think this is a valid and, and, and important thing to, to note. Eric says, Raph, quote, nice guys shouldn't have to tell everyone that they're nice. <laughs> and Eric makes a really good point. I just can't help it. I, I feel like I'm the nicest guy I know. <laughs> you must not know a lot of people. I know two. Okay. I like who's nicer, AD, me, or Nick? I have myself at one. <laughs> okay. I have my, I, I bet, who would you put it, who, okay, oh, here we go. Here we go, Ralph. Oh, no. Who are you going to put it, two and three? Two and three. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going AD2 and you oh, three. Oh, come on. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Hey, so I got a question now. Okay. So everyone listening, football question of the day. We've been talking a lot about Dylan Rayola. Which recruit, and it, he didn't have to be committed, but which recruit that is the one Nebraska recruited that we did not get. What is one that sticks out as you wish that we would have gotten? Oh, like a, uh, the biggest miss? Yeah. They could either be committed or not committed, but somebody they were heavy on and okay. we ended up not getting them. And then you like hear it and you're like, oh, man, we should have got them. Ooh. There was some Micah Parsons. I'm going to go with Micah Parsons. Ooh, that's a good one. Micah, Micah was, man, he was, was – crazy and i think nebraska truly was somewhat in the the conversation up until the writing was on the wall that uh, mike riley was gonna get you know fired. you know who mine is the one that probably could have changed the complexion of nebraska football oh 
Carl Crawford. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Ended up going to baseball, though. Yep. So. I think if Carl Crawford would have came and played quarterback at Nebraska, that's, the last that's 20 years would, yeah. have been, would have been a heck of a lot uh, different. I think I think the reason I say Micah Parsons, so th- that was the year we had him for the blackout. He visited officially for the blackout game against yep. Wisconsin, and my uh, Nebraska lost that game, but... Oh, oh, Lamar Jackson is a good one too. Yep, I was the, just the, I was going to say the quarterback that. Lamar Jackson. The quarterback he was he it, was it heavy was, on Nebraska. Uh, if if you looked at his twenty four seven sports profile, he was favorited to come to Nebraska. The Louisville commitment kind of came out of nowhere. But you know what? You know what changed the coach. Mm, that's right. That's right. So it kind of threw that's everything right. into flux yep. because they let Pliny go. So see, if we don't fire Pliny, we get Lamar Jackson. No, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> honestly. Uh, so I mean, my, Nebraska had a, had a chance for Michael Parsons. They they were in their top five. I'll never forget. That was like one of the first years that I really got into recruiting, Raf. And that was that was one of the first years of Friday Night Lights camp. Yep. And I want to say Mike Riley just took the guys to Kendrick Lamar, and everybody was freaking out. Joe Burrow, that's a good one. And I I mean, Michael Parsons played running back in high school, which is insane to think about. He played running back and then defensive end slash linebacker for Harrisburg High School in Pennsylvania. And Gail Sayers, that's a mm-hmm. good one, too. But anyway, Micah, he like blew past some of the top defensive backs that were at that Friday Night Lights camp and was catching passes with one hand, like just a freak athlete. And you sat there like, all right, Nebraska needs to get this guy. And then after the Friday Night Lights camp, Michael Parsons is talking about how much he loved Nebraska, loved the place, loved the staff. Yep. And it was like, oh, my gosh, we actually have a chance for this guy. And then, and then Penn State. Then Arr. Brendan Radley-Hiles kind of started backing off his pledge. Chase Williams, who ended up going to USC, backed off his pledge. Mario Goodrich, the defensive back from Missouri, who then switched his pledge to Clemson, kind of decommitted. TJ Pledger, the running back, was kind of out Oklahoma. of it. Like, you had all these high-level guys that, unfortunately, like were really, really high on Nebraska. Oh, my goodness. Excuse me. High on Nebraska, but then did not end up coming here. So That's crazy. That, 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 that recruiting class, by the way, Mike Riley couldn't win on the field, but, well, won a little bit on the field, but was 19-19. But, man. Bub- Bubba Starling, Kyle. Bubba Starling. Yeah. You know – you know one that one of the great funniest misses in Nebraska history also was some guy named Barry Sanders. Did you ever hear that story? Mm-mm. So, Coach Osborne, there's an offensive lineman they were watching down in Wichita, and Coach Osborne went down on a Friday night to watch this Wichita team play, and the head coach for the team of the offensive lineman told him, he "Goes, hey." I got a running back that I might need to – you might want to take a look at. He might be something special. And Coach Osborne said, all right, took a look at the young man and said, ah, probably probably wouldn't fit our system. And Mm. he ended up going to Oklahoma State and winning a Heisman Trophy. That Tom Osborne, I tell you what, man, gosh. (laughs) Could you imagine Barry Sanders playing – behind Nebraska's offensive line in the 80s. That's insane. That would have been wild. I couldn't imagine, but... There might have been a 4,000-yard season in the books because he was running behind Oklahoma State's offensive line, and if you look at his offensive line back in 85, or no, 86, I guess he won the Heisman in 88. So that 85 through 88, 
Mm-hmm. They probably averaged like 240 yards or 240 Jeez. pounds per offensive lineman. Meanwhile, Nebraska was up there in the 275s, 280s. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, those were the days. Oh, man. A.A. Ron, I agree with you. If we would have got John Elway back in the day, that's like 10 national championships right there. Hey, uh, speaking of Lamar Jackson, the actual Lamar Jackson that did go to Nebraska. Heard he signed with the team. Yeah, he, he, is, he has signed. He's re-upped, or, and, and or he's got a contract with the Kansas Chiefs. City yeah. Chiefs. So Lamar Jackson will, is still in the league. He's going to miss Denver. Oh, yeah? <laughs> he played for the Broncos last year at the end of the year. That's played, right. He played pretty good, too. I forgot. I, I was just thinking he was with the Jets. So now the question is, is by them signing Lamar Jackson, the defensive back, is either Lamar Jackson or DiCaprio Budo going to make the team, or will they have to cut one to keep one? Mm-hmm. Hopefully they both make it. Fingers crossed. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll send it to break. This is The Drive, 93.7. That take it.